0: Welcome to A New Kind of Happy Podcast, where amazing things happen when we learn to take control of our thoughts to find real solutions in our lives, even when life hands us a major blow. I'm your host, Allison McCauley, and get ready to find your happiness. Hey guys, how are you doing today? Episode number two going on here. I'm still very excited about these podcasts for you and getting them out to you. I'm excited to get them on um, different platforms as well, so working on getting them on iTunes right now. And today's topic is a big one. Um, When life just hands you a big old pile of crap and how to deal with it, how to get past it. And... On a side note, you guys, why on earth is the poop emoji always smiling? That has always bugged the ever-living crap out of me. Um, That guy should be, like, annoyed, looking sad, mad, something. He should not be smiling unless it's a Dr. Oz poop emoji, and then that's a whole different level and a whole different way. (laughs) So let's move on. Um, What do we do when life hands us this big pile of crap that we have to shuffle through. Sometimes it's a small little pile of crap, sometimes it's a big old pile of crap. What do we do to survive or function through it? So, life can hand you this at multiple different times, right? No one's life is perfect. I've had different levels of this throughout my life. Let me talk about, like, just a few of the different things that have happened to me where I've had to kind of just shuffle through it and learn over time of what to do. So I would have to say my first one, my first big one would have been, I got kicked out of my house before I graduated from high school. That was a hard one. I had finished out high school, um, not with any real place to live. So there was one of mine, okay? Another one of mine was um, I had trouble conceiving kids at first. And just dealing with that and figuring out whether or not, oh my gosh, am I going to have kids? Am I going to have to adopt? It was a huge dream of mine, like ever since I was a little girl, to be a mom. So that was a really hard one to um, work through. And then I had miscarriage as well, so that was another hard thing to work through. My third really big one, I would have to say, would be when my third son was diagnosed with autism. That was a real real pile of crap (laughs) to deal with. It's the loss of some dreams. It's like, what do we do now? How do we function? What do we do for him? And just digging through all that. And then my last one and my fourth one would be the end of my marriage, which pretty much my marriage fell apart within 24 hours. Um, What I thought was to be true wasn't true. Um, And so that was a lot to dig through, and I would say that by far has been my hardest one. But it's also been the one that I've emotionally grown through the most, was the end of my marriage and divorce. I don't know if you guys ever heard of your emotional maturity. And that was something that I had to learn of kind of like, where was my emotional maturity? And I'm going to dive into emotional maturity um, in another podcast, not on this one. So, Um, But again, it made my emotional maturity have to grow. I used to be one of those people that was like a stuffer. I was a feeling stuffer. Um, anytime I, something happened, like when I went through all these different things of being kicked out of my house, when I couldn't conceive, when I had a miscarriage, when my son was diagnosed with autism, I just stuffed those feelings down. I was a stuffer and a doer. So stuff those feelings down and just do, 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 you know, we're going to get through this. I would stay happy on the outside I just stuff those feelings down. I don't know if you're a stuffer or not but stuffer is not a healthy way to go. Trust me. Um, I was labeled a strong person because of that, because from the outside, it looked like I had to gather from the outside. I was taking action, which is sometimes what you have to do um, during those times. Um, But if you don't ever deal with those emotions, those emotions just pop right back up somewhere else. Um, They pop up with anger they pop up with resentment or a lot of times you i would overreact to things i would it wasn't even anything that had to do with what was going on and i just overreact to it because i was angry about something else because i had never dealt with those emotions anyway relate i bet you can so yeah that's a place where the emotional maturity came into place um when I was a stuffer, my emotional maturity wasn't at the level of where I have worked really, really hard to get to at this point now. And again, I'll dive into the emotional maturity on another podcast. So let's get back to what we do when life just hands us a big old pile of crap. And again, that emoji, why the heck does that around things smell? It should not be. So I have five steps for you. Number one, you need to feel it and we don't want to feel it i know you don't you don't want to feel what's going on if something just happened just life just hands you something in your lap saying here you go here's your nice little present of crap <laughs> now deal with it a lot of times we don't want to feel it we just don't especially for some reason us moms we don't want to feel it because i feel like we Feel like, we need to be the strong one, we need the one to keep it together, but you've got to feel it. And our minds don't want us to because oftentimes our minds too will think, Okay, danger, danger, this is a bad feeling, danger, let's protect ourselves. But really, this isn't a danger. Hurt isn't a danger. So, the hurt and the sadness, we need to feel those emotions. What I would suggest that you do is. Go on Google and Google search Emotion Wheel, all right? And it should come up with several different ones. Print it off. What this will have you do is it'll have you dig deeper into your emotions. A lot of times we're like, okay, look, I'm just pissed off right now, so just leave me alone. Well, why are you pissed off? Are you pissed off because you are hurt? A lot of times mad and pissed is hurt. And why are you hurt? Were you disappointed? Do you feel deceived? Do you feel let down? Dig into those emotions deeper. And again, go on Google and search emotional wheel. Print that bad boy off and have it available. So then when you start to have these feelings pop up, recognize them, feel them. And whatever label you want to give them, make sure that you give them a label. Even if it's mad, Label it mad for now, but then look at that emotional wheel and go, okay, why am I mad? What's the real reason I'm mad? Am I hurt? Am I mad because I feel like it's unfair? Why are you mad? You know, when I got kicked out of my house when I was a teenager, I was mad because I felt like it was unfair. I felt like that's not what should have happened to me. When my son was diagnosed with autism, I was mad. I was mad at first because I was scared, for one. There's another reason that people are often mad. It's because they're scared. And two, I felt like it was unfair. Like, life is so unfair. Why does my child have to have autism? So be sure to label it. Number two would be you're going to have to grieve. You're going to have to grieve over it. And did you know that there are five stages to grief? And did you also know that you can grieve over more than just a lost loved one? I know I grieved over my divorce for a long time. It was loss of dreams. It was the loss of what I thought was true. It was a loss of a kind of a life. There was loss there. I had to grieve over when my, uh, my son was diagnosed with autism. And again, there's a loss of dreams, a loss of hope, of certain hopes that I had for him. I had to restructure what I knew would be possible for him and restructure my life around that. So there are five steps to grieving that I'm just going to go over real quickly with you. So again, when you, oftentimes, like, you think of grieving, you think you've lost a loved one or something, and that's not always what you're grieving over. Sometimes you're grieving over a loss of dreams, again, a divorce. Sometimes you grieve over a move and getting away from family. You might grieve over not getting the promotion that you thought that you were owed, or that you worked really, really hard for, or a business that didn't quite work out for you, or the way it, you felt like it should. There's a lot of steps or a lot of reasons to grieve, first not just because of losing a loved one. So here's the five steps again, real quickly, of grieving. The first one's denial, the second one's anger, the third one is bargaining. Fourth is depression, and the fifth is acceptance. Five steps to grieving. So first you gotta feel it, then you gotta grieve over it. Number three. I want you to talk to somebody. Sometimes we don't always want to. We might be embarrassed. We might have shame around it. We might just be one of those people that just feels like, you know what? People just need to feel like, I I need to feel like everyone thinks I have it together. You need to talk to somebody. You need to find a confidant that you can talk to that won't blab to everybody else, that won't be judgmental towards you either. And that won't give you a ton of advice that you don't want. Sometimes you just need someone to listen. And when you ask for it, they'll give it to you, that advice. But otherwise, you just need someone to listen. So if you don't have that person, or if your pile of crap is a really big one, then I would suggest you go to a therapist or a life coach. I went to a therapist for three years when my marriage was falling apart and after Three years, you guys. And then after that, I went to a life coach to help me move on. The therapist helped me dig into all of my feelings um, from my past and from what I was feeling from that point. And then when I wanted to move forward, I went to a life coach. And if you're lucky enough to have uh, really incredible friends or family, go to them as well. But again, make sure they're not gonna blab, judge, or give you unsolicited advice. There's someone that can truly, truly just listen sometimes. Number four will be to forgive. This is a hard one. And remember this forgiving is for you, it's not for the other person. This was a really hard concept for me to get. Um, when it came to my divorce for quite some time um, I was angry I was mad I was sad I was hurt I was pissed I was oh I was all kinds of things people I was all kinds of things so forgiveness was really hard at first for me but once you really truly get the concept down that it is for you and not for the other person it becomes much easier You never, ever have to tell this person that you forgive them either. Sometimes it might be you that you need to forgive. Maybe there's something in your life that you've done or said or wish you had done different and you need to forgive yourself. Otherwise, the other person, they don't ever need to know that you forgave them. You don't need to walk up to that person and go, Hi, Sally Joe. I have decided to forgive you. No need for that. No need. Um, This is something that is really, really hard, though, as I've said, and this is something that I did that I think would be really, really helpful to you when it comes to forgiveness. What I did is I wrote a letter of forgiveness. It was hard, you guys. It was hard. It took me a long time to write that letter of forgiveness. Of feeling like I've been done wrong to, I didn't deserve whatever happened to me. that was forgiving this person, and you never need to give this letter to anybody. I didn't. If you want to give the letter to somebody, you need to make sure that you're coming from a very pure spot in your life. If you want to give this letter of forgiveness to somebody. Otherwise, no need to because, again, the forgiveness is for you. It lets go of your anger towards this person or towards even the situation. If you have someone that's sick in your life, maybe you need to forgive the situation. I had to come to a point where I had to forgive the idea that my son has autism and some of the dreams I had for him might not be... In his life, I had to forgive myself for being sad about that because there's so many other blessings that's come to me because of his autism there's so many other blessings that have come to me um, because just the way he is so I've had to forgive myself for that I've also had to forgive the idea of autism taking away anything from me so that I could let go. Of that anger so what I did is I went ahead and I wrote out this letter of forgiveness again it took me a while all right so don't expect this to be something that you can just whip up in an afternoon it might not be it might be something you start and stop several times just depending your mood. And the other thing I want to say about forgiveness, you sometimes might feel like you've forgiven that person and that something will trigger you and it pops right back up. All right? And at that point, you have to give yourself some grace. But then what I did with my forgiveness letter, as a symbol to myself, I burned it. Yeah, you guys. I wrote this letter out. It took me probably two weeks to write this letter, maybe a little bit more. And then I burned it. I burned it as a symbol to myself of letting go of that anger. And by forgiving, not only was I releasing the anger and resentment, but then it no longer dictated who I was, what I did, how I acted. I was letting it go. It was a pretty big deal, and it felt amazing. So when you get to the forgiveness part, again, I strongly suggest that you write this letter to yourself or actually to the person or the thing that you're wanting to forgive. Maybe it's even, like I said, to yourself. Write yourself a forgiveness letter, and then I would really suggest that you burn it. To show that you are releasing it. All right, so number five, I just touched on this a little bit in number four, is you have to give yourself grace. This is my last step on this. Give yourself grace when it comes to all of these steps and how you're feeling when life just hands you a big old pile of crap right to your front door. You gotta give yourself grace, it's not easy. Whatever you're going through, is not easy. If you're going through a divorce, it's not easy. If you're trying to co-parent, it's not easy. If you're dealing with illness in your life, it's not easy. If you're dealing with the loss of a dream, it's not easy. So give yourself grace. So this will be your homework that I want you guys to do. If life just mm, is being life, it hand you a big old pile of crap with a big old smile on it. Then I want you to do this homework. I want you to feel it and label it. I want you to grieve over it. I want you to talk to someone. Then I want you to forgive. It takes time, you guys. And then give yourself grace because it does take time. I know what it's like to be in unbearable hurt know that unbearable hurt and i love you guys immensely and this is why i talk about these things with you guys i know what it's like when your skin just crawls and your body just aches from the hurt and the pain i know what that is like but you can come out on the other side especially if you go through these five steps and i know i just say it's just these five steps It is a process, friends. It is a big process. If you go through these five steps, you can come out of it better. I promise you. With every single thing that I touch base on, I came out of it better. But you have to be willing to do the work, the hard work. And these five steps are really hard. And they're steps that you can get stuck on one of them for a while. So, again, give yourself grace. Well, I really appreciate you guys joining me today on this podcast. I really hope that this has helped you. I know these five steps helped me tremendously and helped me become so much better of a person. I got to know myself better. I use these five steps still to this day, so I know they will help you as well. Um, if you like this podcast, I would love for you to give me a review and share it with your friends. Also, if you need some additional help, come find me at a That's a new kind of happy, all one word, .com, and give me um, contact me there. So, until the next podcast, you guys, I appreciate you guys so much for giving me some of your time and we'll talk again soon. Bye.